Hello, my name is Laura and welcome to Behind the Rack, the podcast where we discuss the ethical and sustainable practices of popular fast fashion brands. Before we begin, fast fashion has been defined by the good trade as a design, manufacturing, and marketing method focused on rapidly producing high volumes of clothing. Garment production utilizes trend replication and low-quality materials in order to bring inexpensive styles to the public. These cheaply made, trendy pieces have resulted in an industry-wide movement towards overwhelming amounts of consumption. Unfortunately, this results in harmful impacts on the environment, garment workers, and ultimately the consumer's wallets. In today's episode, we will be discussing Topshop. Topshop started as a brand extension of the department store Peter Robinson in the 1960s and originally sold fashion by young British designers. It has since turned into a brand which sells clothing and accessories produced by themselves and collaborations with other brands. It was a part of the Arcadia Group and was previously controlled by Sir Philip Green, but went into administration in late 2020. The Topshop brand was purchased by ASOS on 1st of February 2021. Previous being purchased by ASOS, Topshop used to have over 500 stores with 300 of them located within the UK. But since ASOS purchased the label, they are now being exclusively sold online on the ASOS website. As far as for materials, Topshop appears to be putting some measures in place to shrink its carbon footprint, but none of them apply to the resource-intensive garment manufacturing process which is the most important thing that the brand needs to address if it hopes to become more sustainable. Among other things, Topshop have introduced sustainable ranges with more sustainable materials used in their clothes and accessories, but like many other fast fashion brands, the collection of products which use sustainable materials are few in terms of the general quantity produced by the brand. Topshop, owned by ASOS, is trying to become more sustainable with their packaging and has approached this requirement by pledging to eliminate all unnecessary or problematic plastic packaging items from the business and to ensure that all packaging is 100% recyclable, reusable, or compostable. The target for both of these commitments has been set at 2025, meaning that they currently still use the normal amount of regular plastic. As in terms of shipping, in 2015, ASOS launched our Carbon 2020 strategy, where they aimed to lower the carbon emissions caused by shipping their products. This plan resulted in having achieved a 30% reduction in carbon intensity per customer order since 2015. Since the strategy came to a close in 2020, no other plans or strategies have been made, and ASOS are currently looking into how they can further this success. In terms of pay and labor for Topshop, some of Topshop's supply chain is certified by SEDEX members' ethical trade audit, including all the final stages of production, which is a promising move. However, there is no evidence Topshop ensures the payment of a living wage in its supply chain, and it does not disclose any policies or safeguards to protect suppliers and workers in its supply chain from the impacts of COVID-19. Topshop has also been facing a number of allegations of labor abuse over the years and Topshop has shown time and time again that it's willing to put economic profit over its people and workers. And in terms of marketing, Topshop has realized that the continuous outrage and scandal caused by their unsustainable and ethical practices will have an impact on the public opinion of them and thus their sales. They've attempted to remedy this issue by greenwashing their marketing strategies. 
As explained in a previous episode, this means that they are marketing themselves as being more sustainable and ethical than what they really are. Topshop has done this by focusing their social media and promotion campaigns on highlighting the sustainable aspects of the brand, and so for example, promoting the more sustainable parts of a collection more. An example of this kind of marketing could be a brand making it abundantly clear that they're using organic cotton, but not mentioning that the dye they use is toxic. And to conclude today's episode, Topshop needs to do more to improve its practices in all areas, including better shipping, packaging options, and conditions for their workers. There are some attempts at bettering their ethical and sustainable practices, but they need to move, to move towards better practices in general. And that was it for today's episode of Behind the Rack, where we discussed the popular clothing brand Topshop, now owned by ASOS. Background music was made by Waterboy, provided by Pixabay, and the information in today's episodes was sourced from a variety of resources, but primarily Good On You, which is a platform that offers rankings and information of a variety of clothing brands, so make sure to check them out for more information. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!